This podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Nexus Recruitment Group, official Bristol City Football Club short sponsors. There is a company or brand within the group that can assist all recruitment needs across any industry to suit any budget. Head over to nexus-resources.k.uk or 3people.k.uk for more information. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, the bonus show. We had a bit of an intro at the start there saying that our sponsor for this podcast is Nexus, but the sponsor for this podcast is Resolve because um, it was a long day yesterday watching the, the three games and having a few drinks in between. Um, so yeah, it's a slightly sore head this morning, but um, yeah, managed to make it. It's 11am, so I thought that would be a, a good time to do the podcast. With me as always is Matt. Matt, how are you? How's your head? Are you uh, clear ahead this morning? Ahead, mate. I watched it at home, just a couple of tins. So yeah, all good. Yeah, not not like you. you when I first spoke to you, it was like Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the first sort of words I've uttered uh, when I spoke to you this morning. <laughs> apart from trying to get the kids to stop jumping on my head at seven o'clock this morning, but um, yeah, no, all good. Um, so Matt, um, just very quickly, um, we've got uh, another guest coming in in a second, but uh, it was the youngest ever England team that played last night. Lots to learn. Lots to learn for them lots to take on board it was a unique game it was England Scotland and um, it was just like Scotland answered every question we had and to be fair vice versa um yeah I mean I, I think your your first point now that the takeaway is that they'll learn from that is is probably the first time they've ever experienced a game of of that intensity because of the, the rivalry it's um, I mean it's the oldest international game there is isn't it um and in truth, I, I think actually, I mean, we'll talk about the game, but I thought Scotland were the better side. Um, I thought England were were very, very poor on the night. Um, apart from a defensive performance, there was okay. Um, but you know, you think if if Scotland had had a, a couple of um, quality strikers, it probably would have been a, a game that we end up talking about being a, a defeat. So, but good experience for the, the youngsters, yeah. Absolutely. As I said, I've got uh, a couple of guests on. We've got um, on location, actually on Wembley Way as we speak. We've got Darren Garland and Tom Owen, Steve. Uh, Darren, come in, sir. Give us a, a, yeah. the thoughts and feelings on Wembley Way this morning. Uh, there's a lot of happy Scotland fans milling around. Uh, <laughs> but it, from England point of view, massively disappointed. Uh, I think everything was too slow. To be honest, without being, uh, it was just sideways, backwards. There was no forward thinking, no one prepared to run with a ball. Even there was gaps there, no one was running into the areas. I mean, I think we already got to the byline and put any crosses in. And the amount of times we got to the 18-yard box and the ball went backwards, didn't come into the area. I know Kane doesn't look particularly good at the moment. I think he's off form, possibly still carrying a bit of an injury. But no service whatsoever. And to me, it was just, I think Alan Shearer's word in, I've seen on this morning on a tweet, ponderous is probably the best way of describing it. Because... To have two holding midfield players playing at Scotland when you've got all that young talent that we've got that would have run at them, used the pace and frightened them to death. We just didn't, didn't give it a go. And it was a, it, To me, Southgate, a very nice chap, don't get me wrong. But I just think with his defensive ways, of, it was, he just sets us out in the tournaments just to, to not lose games. I mean, during, yeah. you know, in, in, in the qualifiers, yeah, we're playing all this attacking football and having a go and scoring goals, but he just seems to clam up for the big tournaments and thinks, well, we just can't lose. That's the first and foremost. And we'd already have three points in the bag. So mm. it wasn't a case that we couldn't have a go last night. And you're there to entertain people. And, you know, the atmosphere was great. It, it just it, it put a dampener on what was a really, really good day. Yeah, it was one of those days where the anticipation was building all day, you know, back in Bristol. And I'm sure it was the same up at Wembley. Um, of the expectation of, um, you know, an England-Scotland Euro 96 style uh, showcase performance. But uh, it just never really got going, did it? It was one of those games that, um, it, like the, the first game, the England-Croatia game, the first 20 minutes, we thought, blimey, we're up for this. We're looking really yeah. good. And then managed the game well, never really got going up through the gears, didn't really need to. But when we needed to get up through the gears yesterday, it didn't happen. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. And that's the disappointing thing about it. We're just, you know, you're right. We're just waiting for it to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. And just, well, I just think it was just everything was just a slow. That's what got. That's what done me in was just the pace of the game. 
Yeah. And, let's bring, uh, for, uh, for a local derby, this wasn't enough in it for me. No, no, not at all. Let's bring um, Tomo into the conversation. Tomo, can you take any positives from that performance? Not particularly. I think it couldn't be. We were lucky enough to be here in Euro 96 and the two games couldn't be more polar opposite, really. It was just it was just nothing to get excited about. So the, the Scots were all very happy this morning. Uh, there's no way that if we play like that, we're going to go any further than probably the last 16. It's just it's just disappointing to watch. I think the only the only crumb or not crumb, but the only thing that maybe made it different. I think if John Stone's header goes in, mm. it's probably a completely different game. Because they'll have to come out a little bit more. They've come and they've come and set up for a point and then Southgate looked like that was a disappointing thing for me. Southgate looked like he was on the sideline, he was happy with a point. And yeah. England fans were getting more and more frustrated as the game went on. Uh, and it was just so laborious. It was sideways, backwards, sideways. And I came up opening the CP like Phil Foden and a bit of pace injected. And there was glimpses, but overall it's just fairly, fairly sort of disappointing, to be honest with you. That would be my summary. Yeah, no, no, fair, fair dues. Um, I'm going to ask um, Steve now. Steve, obviously the starting lineup, the two changes were at right back and left back. Were you looking for looking to see any further changes to that? Were you happy with the lineup as it was? Um, yeah, I mean to be fair, I mean it was. I mean it got a big enough squad there. You know, you want to see things get shuffled around a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I thought like you know the the first game, you know, we didn't look too bad. Sort of you know going forward. An attack, a little bit more creativity, perhaps. But uh, yeah, it was nice to you know give the other guys a, give the other guys a chance. But you know, like the boys said just now, it's just the rest of it was just really disappointing. You know, like Mason Mount, you know, great player in that, but he was anonymous. Um, Declan Rice, another one. You know, it just just didn't work. I, you know, I got to be honest. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Jack Grealish. I've got to be honest with you, but that's a City Villa thing. That's a City thing, um, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a City Villa thing. I'm not, not his greatest fan, but you know, I was I'd, when. He came on to be fair, you know. But yeah, let's, let's see something. Let's see him run at him and you know, see a bit of his magic, you know. And there was a couple of times it looked like you know it might happen, but you know it just dissolved. He'd get tackled, and yeah, it just it just didn't happen, you know. And I think we could have played till midnight and not scored last night. But like Pomo said, I think had, had John Stones's header gone in, you know, great header, you know, goes in, we we might well have won that three or four nil perhaps, you know. But yeah, the, the Scotland fans are the happiest ones this morning. I mean, they were partying. So they were loving it, you know. It's it's a point for them, and it's kept them in the tournament. Yeah, fair dues. Matt, for you, the starting lineup. Any shots? Any um, were what were Kyle Walker and Trippier unlucky to lose their spot? Um, pro- probably unlucky, but I actually thought it was the right decision because I thought Shaw and James would be more attacking. Mm. Um, the Reese James I watched last night is is a shadow of the Reese James you see at Chelsea. I think yeah, it was only exactly. literally an injury time that he got a single cross in, and even that one was played behind. Um, you know, and weren't the greatest. Sure, I thought did okay getting forward. He had a couple of good moves that you expect from him, but I always feel with Shaw that defensively he gets caught a little bit. Um, so it wasn't a surprise. And it's, it's easy after the game, isn't it? But I kind of felt on a, the, the Croatia game with the heat, I thought we actually played some really decent football. We, you know, Phillips, as we talked about, was outstanding. And you felt probably keeping that same structure was was okay to do. But when you saw, I mean, I'm, I was surprised he didn't change it at halftime and, and up yeah. it um, because there was just no intensity. Um, and Ian Wright was saying it, you know, after the game, if you can't get up for an England-Scotland game, you're not going to get up for anything. And, and I agree completely with um, what the guys are saying, that there's absolutely no chance. We're, we're in a different league to France um, yeah. and teams like that. You know, they just, they would tear us apart if we played like that. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Before we come on to some of the, uh, some of the minutes of the game, um, Dara, just tell us about the, the, the day, the occasion um, before the game, before the game starts, hospitality looked lovely. Yeah, it was really good. Courtesy of Tomo, we sorted it all out for us, a little treat. And um, nice. well, we set off yesterday morning partway, had a few beers. I said, we've got one man down in the room at the moment. <laughs> He's in a right mess, absolute right mess. Name, really and, name and shame? Ma- Ma- Matthew Hodges. Ma- Matthew John Hodges. Yeah. Come on, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Get out of Addresses. He made a massive mistake last night. Bearing in mind, we're all City fans. Um, to be fair, Tom over the years has been a massive City fan, but I've work commitments, so I've been able to go as many as he, he'd like to, but he's now a season to get older again. Hodges yeah. has been one of these uh, where he likes to get the odd freebie and right. then he has to show his face. <laughs> and um, he literally last night we were in the ground, a few Scotland fans in front of us, 
And he, he basically, the Scottish, he didn't know we were listening. Scottish lad turned around to him and said, oh, who do you support then, mate? And he said, bloody Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> we are absolutely <laughs> disgraced. I'll tell you what, I'm going to live in. I didn't speak to him for the rest of the evening. And I told him, got a lot of making up to do this morning. Is that, is that why he's in bed still? Because you gave him shots, the shot penalties. Yeah, oh, mate, honestly, I'm livid. I put it over Facebook this morning. We're livid about it. <laughs> and it's the last freebie he ever gets. Brilliant. But you also, I assume you had great seats, good views. Yeah, great seats, great view. Food was unbelievable. And um, yeah, drinks constant. But no, we're cracking down. As I said, it's just a shame that it wasn't the same sort of performance. Tom, I mentioned it a bit earlier. We've done the whole of Euro 96. And it, the, the players and the way they set out and the intensity, I know there's only 22,500 in there, or probably about 7,500 Scotland fans, but it just wasn't the same in intensity and atmosphere and um, the, the performance that you've seen in, in the England-Scotland game in 96. Mm, yeah. It just wasn't there for me. And I, I, I don't know why. But all I can say is I, I, I agree with what Matt said, that, that we, Rhys James, these players, it's, it's a bit like, if they come into the England fold and they're told not to express themselves. Yeah. You, you, and and that, that's to me the biggest thing. The fact is, I mean, how can you be in the Champions League final and be playing for Chelsea and, and bombing, looking creative, getting down, looking to create chances, wanting yeah. the ball. So suddenly last night, when they got the ball, all they were looking to do was go backwards or sideways. Yeah. And I just can't understand it. And that's got to be the coaching of it. And yeah. I'll be... I'll be, I'll be, I'll be so we sit here with years with Lee Johnson. We've all we, we're you know, used to it, aren't we? Him, but it was very much what we brought to Bristol City yeah. last night under yeah. the end of Lee, Lee Johnson's tenure. So yeah. it was backwards. Yeah, it's and, um, uh, it's a lot of mindset in there as well. You know, I think when they get they get so comfortable in their surroundings at Chelsea or wherever they come into England, it's the diff different players, different mindset. Is yeah. they're probably under a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, making no excuses. But again, they are is the youngest England team we've ever we've ever folded. I, you know, I agree with you on that patch, but I, I'm I'm absolutely with that. It's got to be coaching. It is absolutely got to be coaching. Um, because someone like Rhys James, I've watched Rhys James tear City apart playing for Wigan. Um, you know, you've watched him at Chelsea. Last night, like I said, I don't think he put one cross in until the 90th minute. No, um, no. You know, and it was just, yeah. Um, and and, and it, it's frustrating. The ball gets played to Mings or Stones. They play it to a midfielder. It comes back to them and they square it across. It goes to the back. Goes back to Pickford. Pickford was probably our most creative player last night. He, he yeah, pinned one yeah. or two. But you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. how crazy is that? Absolutely yeah. crazy. Okay. It was the best way, but if it was painful to watch, it was yeah. a painful game to watch. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. most disappointing thing about it. Oh, and just be at the anticipation of 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 um what we expected versus what we got, I guess. And you'd expect Scotland to have, you know, to 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 want to put in a performance. But let's not forget, they're the, the fourth lowest ranked team in the whole tournament. Yeah. And some of the players they've got, you know, they've got that Dykes up front playing for QPR. You know, yeah, yeah, they've got some class there as well. And, and Graham Sunez was it pains to say it last night that they played really, really well. You can't sort of just say that it was because England was so bad. But you have got to play that into the, the, the fact that England were so bad that they allowed Scotland to play. And um, I mean, yeah. Billy Gilmore on his start was made like, you know, made to look class. Although, interestingly, on HTV, Lee Dixon and um, Ali McCoy kept saying with Gilmore, he was blowing literally after 10 minutes and they, <laughs> he was really struggling. And yet everything since has all been about what a player he was. So, but yeah, I, I, I just could not get the intensity last night at all. And that, for me, also comes from the coaching. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's go through some of some of the uh, minutes. There isn't a great deal to, to shout about, but um, on the tenth minute, Matt um, Mount wins a corner through some good forward-thinking play, um, and it's from that, that that we've spoken about John Stones hitting the post. It was a great header. He rose really well, hung in the air, got the header away, but unfortunately, it wasn't to be. But um, it was it was a, a chance in the first ten minutes, which at that point we thought, you know, here we go, a few more chances to come. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good header. I mean, he, he, again, on the, the TV, they were sort of saying it was a free header and he should have scored. Um, I thought his sort of hang time and, and he was a little bit unlucky with it. His movement was great to free the space up. And he was a bit unlucky that when the ball bounced back off the post, he sort of swung a leg at it and couldn't get it. But as the as the guy said, and we, and we all know watching football, goals change games, don't they? If we score then absolutely Scotland know they've got to come out they know they need something from the game so they're going to leave gaps um but yeah it was it, it was a decent effort and just unfortunately it was the, just the wrong side wasn't it 
And it's over the years with the World Cup and Euros, it's goal scoring defenders often in those games, isn't it? I yeah. Quite a few from from set pieces, and it's always well, even the a, last one, Maguire, didn't he? Why well, exactly? Of, yeah. yeah, it's always yeah. been a bit of a strength there, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, big big star. I mean, again, I, I did read that a lot wrong. I think you're right, Matt. It was a, it was a decent enough header, and if it hits the inside of the post and goes in, everyone says what a fantastic header and what a fantastic leap. Uh, but it's just it's just one of those, isn't it? But yeah. it's just the fact that we didn't go and build on it, and, and that, that, that's what done me. The fact we just didn't build from that, and, yeah. and just basically, if we'd have got them in a different way with pace and energy, I'm sure it would be a different outcome. So for the take, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean the twelfth twelfth minute there was another uh, another opportunity. Uh, Raheem Sterling won it back really well, got the ball um, and fed it into Mason Mount who who had a shot, um, and that one just went narrowly wide. So uh, two chances in the space of two minutes. Uh, Tomo, what was it like? Um, you know, in the in the ground at that point, was it still yeah. the anticipation? The atmosphere, the atmosphere was rising then because we looked like let's say they had a couple of chances. You just thought right now we got them, we got them here. We just keep piling the pressure on, and then they just retract back into that sort of negative mindset. I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that there's a couple of them carrying injuries that aren't fit enough out there anyway. Um, yeah. And it, and it, and and I don't think that helps probably. But it, it just didn't. Oh, you expect, don't you? Big game like that, you expect under mile an hour, massive intensity. I know football's a different game nowadays, but it just the, the intensity was just not there. And I, I agree with what Matt said. That's got to come from the, the head coach. Just watching him on the sideline. Uh, it, it, do you know what I mean if 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 he was a foot and a half short, it's Lee Johnson to be honest with you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, seventeenth minute. Um, Foden was in a good position, but just offside, unfortunately. Twenty um, eighth minute. Kane chance headed wide. Um, Kane got obviously got into the position, um, but the 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 sort of effort that he put into the header just didn't seem like Harry Kane. And uh, Steve, with, with terms of Harry Kane. He was off the boil against Croatia and he was off the boil again last night. He could be carrying an injury. I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on uh, Harry Kane? Should he should he be dropped for the next game, do you think? I think so, yeah. I mean, again, great player. I I, I, I do like Calvert-Lewin, to be fair. I think he's a great I player. Do, yeah. um, good in the air, you know, and if he could get crosses into him, I think he could, uh, you know, he, he could do some mischief, definitely. But yeah, I, I, I do agree. I think it's time perhaps Harry Kane has a bit of a rest. And, you know, fingers, you know, we're four points. We'll go through now, you know. I mean, I, we'll have to do a hell of a lot better than what we played last night if we're going to advance in the latter stages. But, you know, if we do start getting quarterfinal, semifinal sort of level, um, perhaps then that might be a chance to have a rested Harry Kane come back and push us on then, perhaps. But uh, I, I'd certainly look at Carver at Louis, I think, for Tuesday night myself. Yeah, Matt, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I completely agree. I, I thought they should have brought Calvert-Lewin on for Kane far earlier in the Croatia game. I think he's he's got a leap like no other striker in the, in the Prem. I think he, he he's a real handful. He's young. He's confident. Um, they Again, I keep referring to the TV just because some of the comments and, and obviously the, the boys won't have heard it, but um, I think Roy Keane or Ian Wright were talking about the transfer sort of speculation with Kane and, and maybe that's kind of impacting yeah. him. Which could yeah. could be, but I I think like the boys that that he's he's obviously carrying something. He just doesn't look the same player. Um, I know he does it for Tottenham, but in Tottenham you're talking about and obviously Hodges in in bed, so I can say it. You're talking about a, <laughs> a, a, a poorer side compared to England. England have got quality. Kane doesn't need to come deep for the ball. So again, yeah. coaching wise, he should be being told stay up top. I don't want you coming back. We got the midfielders. You're congesting it, congesting it. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's definitely carrying a, a knock. Um, and as it was, that header you referenced, Patch, was was offside anyway, so it wasn't counted. But um, he did look, yeah, miles off the pace, miles off the pace. Yeah, okay, um, 29th minute, uh, a great save from, from Pickford, from O'Donnell. Uh, that was mm. a real strong arm, strong save. Um, and, you know, there was no one covering him behind. And, and, and that, if that goal goes in equally, it's, um, it's a mindset thing. It's another challenge for the young, for the young team. Who knows what, what happens? I mean, I, I actually predicted that Scotland would go ahead and then we would go on to win 3-1 prior to the game. Um, but How much did you lose? No, only a, it was only a £5 bet. I won't, go, I, won't, I won't touch on what, what bet my brother had on, but uh, maybe, actually, maybe I will at the end of the podcast. Something yeah, to look forward yeah. to. Just, just um, say, you know, Audrey had... Um... Stones, Stones first goal scorer. Score. So that's oh, the yeah. <laughs> Happy yeah. days. Yeah. But Dar, what what a save! What a save from Pickford. 
great save. Uh, he, I guess, I mean, Matt Sterling, I think he was probably our, our best player, one of our best players last night. Yeah. Uh, he did everything he needed to do. And I said his distribution was better than most of the players. And um, which is unusual for for Pickford, to be fair. So I yeah. think I think he had a, he had a decent game. And again, I, that's what gets me. I'm struggling to actually think this morning. I know sometimes when you're watching the match live, you you in the occasion you don't sort of tend like on a TV you can sort of pick your man in the match out probably a bit easier because you're getting guided by the television commentary. Yeah. But looking back on it last night, I'm actually struggling to find any decent performances from any of them last night. And that's that's mm. the biggest concern because yeah, yeah. you know even even if you're not playing well. You'd say, well, he, you know, he gave 100, 100% last night and you couldn't fault his attitude. But I think last night you go across the whole piece. Like, I mean, I don't know how Sterling stayed on for 90 minutes. Mm. Incredible yeah. to me. Foden I mean, I, and take, for, to take Foden off and you know, bring Grealish on. Grealish to come on, great. But how Sterling stayed on the pitch for 90 minutes, yeah, yeah, mind-boggling. Again, yeah. it seems to me, my biggest, his favourites, he's got his favourites in the squad, his favourites, you know, going back to who I trust, who I rely on. I know, yeah. you know, you hear that a lot in football. I, I think that's a big problem. I don't think he's got enough confidence. He's not bold enough to give the, the young... I mean, if you're, if you're Sancho and people like that last night and you're thinking, hold on a minute, we're creating nothing. We're not running them. We're not getting yeah. to the bottom. We're getting the balls in the box. There's big areas to run into. And we see none of it. And I've always been sat on the bench. I think, well, what chance have I got under Southgate if, yeah. if he's not going to play that way? Why yeah. bring him in, Darren, put him on the bench? Yeah. If you're not going to... Yeah. You know, when you've got a game like that, it is crying out for the width and the attacking intent and he doesn't bring him in. You know, you sort of um, think, well, what, what was the point in sticking the kid on the bench? Yeah. Was, the, um, was the Pickford save the one that, obviously it was a strong hand, but is that the one that looped up and Che Adams put the header wide? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they again, they were sort of saying with Pickford, oh, he's got a habit of sort of pushing it into a dangerous area. And yeah. actually, although it was a good hand, another, a you know, perhaps that's Dykes, who's a bit taller, He's got a bit of a free header to knock it yeah. in the net, hasn't he? But I thought where it came through a gap of players as well. I thought it was a, a quality mm. save. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a great save. There was, um, on the 33rd minute, there was a ball over the top to Sterling, but his control was poor. Um, it sort of just got away from him. Um, but yeah, you, you'd expect Sterling to bring that one down and create an opportunity. But that took us up to half time. Um, Nil nil at half time. Come out second half, a little bit of momentum. Um, Mount shot was saved on the forty seventh minute. Matt, do you remember that one? Yeah, good strike. Um, I think Marshall was a, a little bit fortunate with it. Um, he got kind of two hands on it, but you could see him looking round and thinking, "Oh crikey, is have I done enough to turn it around the post?" Um, yeah, I, again, I, I know I completely agree with Dar. When you're at a game, you kind of miss little bits and pieces. I thought Mount was trying a game last night, and and showed the effort. But for me, Foden was the one that always looked our most sort of likely and creative. Um, and I, I was absolutely amazed. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the subs and that, but I was amazed again, like the boys, that he was the one that got hooked in Sterling. Huh? Did, did yeah. Sterling play the entire game in the yeah. end? I can't remember. Yeah. I'm not being critical of, of Sterling per se, because I thought, you know, he scored the goal and he's trying, but his touch just went there last night. No, you know, and the same as Kane went off, it was, you know, he did one good thing with the, the, the Mason Mank chance that you referenced earlier on after Stones, where Sterling deliberately played it a, a nutmegs into Mank's sort of run. But mm. other than that, you know, um, but again, it's it's about opinions and, and Nigel we had on the weekend. He absolutely agreed that Foden was the sub and thought that Sterling played really well. So, you know, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not critical of that because, like I said, we all see things as, as we see it. But, yeah. yeah. There's one There's one more Sterling thing to come up a bit later on. But um, 54th minute, Kane to James. Um, so Kane uh, picks out James really well, to be fair. But uh, it's a terrible, terrible strike from from James. Obviously, I don't I don't know if shooting is, is strong. Yeah, very much. Very it much. He's, okay. he's, he scored an absolute worldie against us. Once. Wigger, Wigger, and a yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so, world class up there against us. I know it was obviously against us, yeah. but he, he, you could yeah. see that that on that game that he was going to go somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kings picked him out purposefully then, and he's in a good spot to take a shot. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, occasion gets to him. Whatever, it didn't didn't go right for him. But um, yeah. Yeah, 62nd minute is a save on the line from James on this occasion. And it was a great header. And it went in the right place at the right time there, Tomo. 
Yeah, it, no, I think I, that was one of the other end. I've got a feeling it was probably oh, drifting God. wide, I think. Yeah, it was a great clearance yeah. off the line. And uh, and to be honest, that 10, 15 minutes in the middle of the second half, they looked the only side that were going to go on and win it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and we were sat there going, this is just getting painful because the Scots were getting more and more excited. Um, and, and they were there for the occasion, really. And it's ones we spoke to just enjoy, enjoying a good day out. They expected to get absolutely nothing out of the game. Mm. Uh, but those 10, 15 minutes, I was worried that, that they they looked like they looked like they were going to go on, push on, and win it because we really stopped playing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the so Grealish starts warming up um, just around this time, and where I was, um, you know, in in town. Grealish comes on the screen and it's it's like Maradona's about to come on. Yeah. Everyone thinks yeah. this uh this is the answer, but um he does come on, but Fo- as you say, Foden comes off there, and that was a bit of a strange one. It, it, they've made there's a lot of booze in the yeah. stadium, a lot yeah, of booze. Like my sure. ass, everyone's up, you know, I'm being thrown around as usual. What the hell you do? You're useless, okay? You ain't got a clue. <laughs> the old usual favourites were coming out. And to be fair, no, no one can understand it because like I said. Foden did look, he's the only bloke that had, again, I want people that are going to get on the ball, want the ball, constantly looking for the ball and try and make things happen. And Foden was the only one on the pitch trying to do that. Mount, yeah. I think, Mount, yeah, he did try, but again, it wasn't really happening. But I would, I would have had Grealish and Foden right? because, like I said, we just didn't set up properly. I mean, I, I, I wasn't happy with the team that was set out. I just think we, you know, we, we, a side like that, was, what I think Matt said, the fourth lowest ranked team in the tournament. Yeah. If you're not going to set up to go out and be positive and try and Still, you're you're placing the last sixteen last night, or whenever you're going to try and do it mm. in a, in a game that the whole country is massive occasion for us as a country to beat Scotland, and I I just couldn't understand the substitution, and there was a lot of booze at the end as well. I mean, it it, it wasn't people weren't happy, weren't right. happy with the performance. Interesting. Okay, um, coming to you, Steve. Seventy third minute, Mount to Shaw. Um, he finds him really well, and you expect Shaw to do something with that, but it was the outside of the left boot, and it actually went really well wide. Yeah, it did, yeah. I think I was asleep at that. <laughs> 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 We'd had too many beers by then, but yeah, no, I do recall that bit. Yeah, disappointing, you know, player of that quality, you know, he should be, yeah, he should be getting a decent cross in, you know. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, he just... Yeah, got it wrong. I don't know what he was trying to do, but it just, uh, yeah, just went iron wide and, and and that was it. That was another chance gone. I mean, the chances weren't thick and fast. So, you know, when when we were attacking this, the final third, you know, you, you want to see some on the end, bit of end result. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was nothing. It was uh, it was a shame, really. You know, you do expect someone like, you know, he's had a good season this year for Man United and, you know, you would expect a little bit more of quality at the end of it. But well, it's um, easy for me to say, but he should have used his right foot, I think, there, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is easy for you to say because I've seen you have a chance practically in front of goal and bottle it. So I'm not going to be critical of him. <laughs> I did it well with my right foot as well, but unfortunately yeah, you did. it did go wide. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, okay, so 74th minute, Harry Kane does come off and Rashford comes on. And in the stadium, Dar, what was the reaction to that? Uh, it was, it was, everyone agreed. There was, there was no, it was a case of, yeah, it had to happen. He, he just, I mean, Kane kept dropping deeper and deeper looking for the ball. Mm. And, but, but he just didn't look sharp. He, nothing stuck with him last night. And But again, I, I still will blame the rest of the squad and, and, and Southgate because there was no service again. Yeah. I mean, no yeah. crosses into the box, which I, I, I was frustrates the hell out of me. I mean, I like to see people get wide, get the crosses in, but we just kept going backwards and backwards. And I, I think, yeah, he, he suffered from that. But yeah, it was the right decision for him to come off. But again, when Rashford came on, it made absolutely no no difference. and it, No influence on the game at all. That's it. I'm not a big fan personally of of the formation and the same with City when we try and play three up top with you know Gigi in the middle and Wells out wide I I just don't ever understand it but obviously arguably with England you've got players that that can play in those positions but I'd much rather see two up front you know Kane and Calvert-Lewin yeah. or Kane and Rashford the, the, the strange thing is he brings on Rash, Rashford who isn't really playing as a, a an out and out striker for for Man United this season You've got Calvert-Lewin, a proper number nine on the yeah. bench. And there's Rashford that he brings on. And, and Southgate sort of said it was to get runners in, trying to get into the space and in behind, which I get. But I would have thought, well, I, I'm going to say I would have thought Calvert-Lewin. But again, if they're not putting crosses in, what's no, the point? Pointless. Yeah, what's yeah, the point? That's, that's... So, yeah. Mm, interesting. I mean, the amount of time you got on the sort of the corner of the edge of the box and yeah. went backwards rather than actually put a cross in. Yeah. I, I, it's, it was unbelievable. I mean, honestly, I, 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 a dozen times you could have counted that at least. Yeah. 
It's like you say, Luke, Dad. I mean, we're, we're used to watching that with City, and you don't expect, <laughs> yeah. it, you don't, you don't expect yeah. it from England. But but for the last however many seasons, we've not had players that have got to the byline and put a cross in. You know, you yeah. could probably... I don't, it's probably even single digits in the season for City where we've done that. Yeah. And England was very much like that last night. You know, all right, Shaw got very a few sort of opportunities. But, yeah, it was... Um, it just wasn't a very attacking display, was it? And that was the change no. for me. Why Why would you leave Phillips and, um, what's his face, Rice on there? Yeah. Other yeah. than the fact Southgate was happy with the point and he played he was, yeah. in the end for the, the, the point, rather or not to lose, rather, yeah, rather than that. going for the win, you know? And that's I, the, I, uh, I don't like that mindset. I don't no. like that mindset. I saw that interview over, afterwards. Over the days of Dave Smith and Mark yeah. Gavin, I yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, yeah. those were the happy days, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, Glorious. Gavin, I mean, oh, he might sometimes take four or five, beat break four or five times for crossing, but yeah. he still get it in. Cross it always come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 78th minute, there was a clutch of, clutching at Shrawl's moment when Sterling was, you know, he was just basically trying to find a way through Scotland. And I think at this point, they probably had eight players in the 18-yard box. Um, and he couldn't find his way through, but he does get to the byline. Um, there is there is a touch on his foot, but he almost seems to trip himself up. Matt, any thoughts on a penalty for you there? Only in so much as I've seen, I think there was another one um, already in the tournament where, in effect, the defender stands on his foot. He's going for the ball. There's no intent there. It's not really a foul, and he stands on his foot there. In normal play, you wouldn't even notice, but you slow it down in VAR and you're looking, oh, well, he's definitely touched him. But no, not not for me. No, so no way. What which was it checked by VAR? Yeah. Uh, no, okay. no, I don't think it was. Well, no, no he nothing didn't came up. Uh, no, there was nothing. Yeah. Nothing went up in the stadium was yeah. being checked. And yeah, I think I heard someone say after that the referee didn't request it to be yeah. checked. So it's a strange one that because, as you say, if it is slowed down and it, it, there is a touch, then yeah. it, it could it could have been given. So mm. what's the point? <laughs> I think I think actually in VAR it would have been. Because, like I said, he, he, yeah. he clearly stands on him. Um, but, yeah, it, it was never a pen for me. And, and I think – I actually thought the ref – I quite liked the ref last night in terms of he made his decision and that was it. He got a couple of things wrong. Mm. There was a melee late on that we, we'll probably talk about, but he gave a free kick to Scotland, which was never a free kick. But I thought he did quite well, the ref. Your, your, your thoughts there on Wembley Way? Penalty? No penalty? Uh, we got three at the time. Um, probably thought not. I thought it looked like a dime. Uh, we, we thought we'd get a yellow card. I mean, from where we, we, we were actually – sort of on the edge of the 18-yard box that end of the pitch that's where we were right. our seats and um, none of the other players sort of appeared to appeal for it Sterling just sort of raised his arms up in the air as you know, I was touched so we thought possibly a VAR check then but then nothing came up on the screen so we thought nothing more of it there was no uh, moaning the arms being thrown around and it was just mm. accepted as else he wasn't and that was it but I haven't even seen a replay or anything apart from a couple of steals on Twitter Showing sort of stood in his foot, but, his foot yeah. but I, I, I thought I didn't know I wasn't aware. I mean, that I thought VAR could just step in, but request it. I didn't yeah, know I that was a rule. That. I yeah, thought I VAR that. would just say they're going to check every decision like that, but apparently, if the ref didn't request it, they didn't look into it. So right. that was a strange one for me. It would have been I think the game's gone if you're going to start giving penalties. Yeah, like it, it, would, it would have been pretty harsh on Scotland, dare, dare I say it. If it would have been, it would have been funny. It would have been funny, yeah. Um, so there was a funny moment in the 90th minute. It was it was like a scrum in the box um, where everyone was sort of falling around. And, you know, it was like watching Downs League football. Um, to be yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just on that note, good luck to Bristol Bears today in the in the semi-final at Ashton game. Yeah, we should be watching that in the boozer later on. Yeah, is that on BT Sport? Yeah, it should be on. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah, it, yeah. I look forward to watching that. One thirty kickoff, I think. So, yeah, good luck to friend of the show, Joe Joyce, and all the boys at Bristol Bears. So, hopefully, we've we got Tomo Patchy's um ex Bristol physio a few years back. Oh, Tomo, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. You'll be, you'll be you'll be watching the game. Looking forward to that. Yeah, we got we got to make sure when we were uh, planning the itinerary for the for the weekend and make sure that we're in, we were in a sports type bar at half past one. So make sure we get on the telly. So uh, hopefully they, they won't be just showing just the football. But yeah, I think that, that the boys got a good chance today, to be fair. I've spoken to um, a couple of lads I know still down now. I think they're quite confident for this afternoon, to be fair. Yeah, as, as football fans, I can never get my head around the fact that they've won the league, but they're still now having to, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to win the league yeah. again. Crazy. But uh, yeah. yeah, if they can win the league twice in one season, that's pretty impressive. That's a good, good effort. effort. Yeah. Good effort. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that took us to the end of the game. Um, and 
disappointment where I was, um, you know, but the end in the end of the day, it's it's a point. You have to take some positives. We got a point. Uh, we've got four points now going into the game against Callas and the boys of the Czech Republic. And um, Matt, what are you thinking in terms of, of Tuesday and the performance we, we need there and, and maybe a change in formation, change in personnel? Yeah, I'd bring the likes of Sancho in. I'd start Rashford. I'd start Grealish. Um, I wouldn't be defensive with Rice and, and Phillips in there. And I think fullback-wise, I probably would go back to Trippier and, and Walker. I mean, I know Walker wasn't great against Croatia, but he does try and bomb forward in, yeah, he does. Um, and get there. And, and Harry Kane has to have a rest. Um, I think it's important to go through for the next round. I mean, they were saying this morning, if we finish second, we've got a slightly easier draw for the next game and I think potentially the quarters. But it's not at Wembley. It would be in ah, Denmark right. and in Russia. So the top, yeah. if we top the group and play the games at Wembley. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I I think you want to go out and top the group because you've got to beat one. Yeah, definitely. In front of you, haven't you? So top the group, go out and and put in a real performance against the Czechs. Set a standard. Play an attacking brand of football. Um, and, and let others worry about us. Because at the moment, you know, I think I've seen probably five or six teams that look better than England to win it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we always do um, on the bonus show, which is usually Bristol City, but obviously England for the last couple. Um, we always do a rating. So, uh, Matt, over to you. It's uh, six is the expected performance. Um, and if you boys on Wembley Way have got any challenge, just, uh, just jump in. Go for right. it, Matt. Yeah. So, Pickford... Um, was I mean we've kind of referenced it, but it was probably my man of the match out of a, a poor England performance, really. So um I've gone and that's not massive because he didn't have a huge amount to do. I think he, he made the one really good save, but his distribution was okay. So if I'm generous, it's an eight, but probably a seven because I don't yeah, yeah, seven, 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 think yeah. Great. yeah. Solid seven. Yeah. Yeah. Mings Stones, I thought did their jobs. I mean, you know, bear in mind that he's up against Dykes, who's a QPR player scoring bags of goals. They kept going on about Che Adams, who I really like Che Adams, um, but he did cause them problems. Um, so for both of them, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be too harsh and give them two sixes, because um, I thought they did okay. Um, at the end of the day, it's a clean sheet, so you can't be overly critical. Shaw and James. Shaw, I think he got caught once when a ball got played around him, um, but did try and get forward. But again, it's a six. James, I thought, was well below what I'd expect from him. So it's a five. Yeah, yeah. Phillips and Rice. Um, I mean, we we joked about it setting up a member, you know, a fans club for Phillips because he was that good against Croatia. But <laughs> he was he was anonymous last night, wasn't he? Really, he didn't didn't do anything. So for him and Rice, it's it's both fives. And fives, yeah. you could even get, you know, if you were really harsh, go lower than that. But I'll go five. Mount, I thought. Um, Again, you get to see a bit more on the TV and they sort of focus on stuff. I thought he did okay, but, you know, he had one one decent shot. Um, he had the, the effort he probably should have scored when Sterling played the nutmegs through, um, although he was running at pace. So I'll be generous and give him a six. Sterling, um, it's got to be a five for me. I think he he, he, he tried to run, you know, around him, but his, his touch was just dreadful last night. Um, and I think, as you say, he could have been playing there now on his own and wouldn't have scored. Um, and similarly, Harry Kane is a, a five. You know, if you, if you want to go really harsh, is a four. But I think you've got to look at it and say he does look like he's carrying an injury. He didn't get any kind of service. Um, so it's a five. And then Foden, because I've given Pickford seven, I'll give Foden six. But say for me, he was probably our most creative threat. And as I said, I just could not understand that substitution. Ian Wright kind of called it as well on the TV saying, you know, what on earth is he doing taking Foden off? But as I say, Naiju, um, you know, he's, he's played at a decent level. He coaches at a decent level. You know, he, he could understand it. Um, so it, it shows us all about opinion. But for me, I thought that was a, a shocking decision. And then Grealish, I don't think, had enough time to really show too much. He tried to get on the ball. And he does, you know, it's, it's funny that Steve said that we're used to seeing Grealish where, you know, he does get kicked, but he also makes the most out of it. But but that's what you wanted him in the team for, to try and show that endeavour in taking it forward, get the free kicks. Um, and it didn't quite come off. So, you know, if I was scoring Grealish, I'd probably go six for him as well. But Yeah, he doesn't go hiding, does he? He goes looking No, he doesn't. He wants the ball, doesn't he? And that's, yeah, that's fast. You want to see that, don't you? Yeah. And he was trying to make things happen yeah, in that brief cameo. Yeah. He was really well trying to, you can see he was trying yeah. to make things happen. And that's all you yeah. want to see. Yeah. And then Southgate, I've got, you know, I, I, 
I hate to say it and be really critical, but it's got to be a four for me because I think with what he's yeah, got on right. the on the bench, you know, everyone keeps saying it. And, it, and Patrick, I know you've referenced right at the start, it is the youngest team last night that there's ever been in the Euros for England. But he's got such talent there. And this will feel like an absolutely wasted opportunity. They used to say it about the, you know, the squads that had the likes of Skulls, Beckham, etc. that we never got the best out of them. And it feels a bit like that now. You know, you think with a, a more attacking type manager this team absolutely would be tearing the place up. Um, so, yeah, for me, with Southgate, it's a four. And with Southgate, yeah. with Southgate Matt, what what stage of the Euros does he have to get to in order to keep his job? I think he's got to get semi-finals at least. I really yeah. do with this team. And, and arguably, we've done that. But, you know, you know you need that little bit of luck as well to get to the finals. But, yeah, I, I think if, it's, if he, he doesn't get to the semi-finals, then I would certainly be looking at... Uh, a change. I don't think they would do at all for a minute. Um, and it must be fairly difficult. If you if your natural instinct as a player was defensively, then you would mm. expect you're going to bring some of that into your 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 coaching and management style. But mm. uh yeah, I, I as I say, I, I genuinely think this squad of players is is as good as we've had, no matter how young they are. You know, you're talking about Champions League winners and league winners from all over the, you know the over europe and and stuff so yeah it, he's got to be looking at semi-finals cool okay um so that's england done and dusted let's cover off bristol city very briefly well, Pat, um, so i'll just say briefly, yeah, sorry, go Pat, down. i'm not i'm not going to these podcasts and when i should join them i shouldn't join him but um <laughs> we've got our uh our, our our man Dane's just joined us. Oh, and, uh, the Tottenham fan. I'll let, you, I'll, let him give, I'll let him give you his thoughts on what he thinks Gareth Southgate should be doing. No swearing, okay. mine's is a podcast. <laughs> it, it, it's Matthew John Hodges. <laughs> Works for Bristol Water. See you, <laughs> you look, uh, you look, you look like you're you're quite bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest. I don't feel the greatest, but uh, <laughs> Gareth Southgate drew me to that. Um, my thoughts on Gareth Southgate, he sets the team up uh, not to lose rather than to win. Yeah. Um, I've never, ever seen a, a coach removed from their role mid-tournament, but I would do it. <laughs> um, I, I'd, I'd go maverick. I'd get rid of him. The, the man, he ain't going to take us anywhere. Um, we played what was ultimately a championship side last night, um, and we didn't look great on the ball. Um, we didn't pose him any threats. And to be honest with you, um, the one decent save in the match is made by the England keeper. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would look to remove him as soon as possible. <laughs> who, who, who would you bring in, Matthew? <laughs> who would you bring in? He said, "Did you bring <laughs> in?" Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Mason. he's in for a day of apologies uh, today. Brilliant. Brilliant, love it, love it. Okay, um, yeah. So we'll touch on Bristol City. Matt, hold up your uh, your your new arrival. Um, yeah. Yesterday we saw, or Thursday, whenever it was, we saw the um, the kit being announced. Matt, what are your your? Do you like it, or do you just buy it because you buy every shirt? I buy it. I bought it because I buy every shirt. I'm not. I'm not overly keen on it. <laughs> no, um, no. The, the, I don't. Not sure about the blue. The blue you and look all at the bottom. The... They seem to from the the video reference. Like the Clifton houses, didn't they? And oh, the oh, yeah, right. the colored houses, different yeah. colors, which I, I actually think black without that on the bottom or just something else rather than this sort of zigzag thing would have been all right. But um, yeah, it's not, uh, it ain't the greatest. And I think it's the first time, other than that horrible gold colored kit, that we've had the badge in the middle. I can't think of any anyone other than yeah, that. Did, yeah, we had the Das legal expenses we had. Yeah, a, that's a, it. Yeah. I just don't think the colours are needed. And yeah, I, I'm not sure about the, on the sleeves yeah. is really needed. But apart from that, yeah. no, I, again, you get to our age, mate. You don't, I can't wear football shirts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My pot belly. Said, you put that on, you ain't going outside the house. Uh, <laughs> brilliant. And I, I don't know whether the, the home kit will be a fast follower to that and whether the badge will be in the middle or, or I, what. I did know. ask and I got the feeling from the shop that it, it probably will be soon, but they weren't allowed to say sort of thing. But Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. Um, um, Matt, I'll come to you. I'll come to you guys on Wembley Way in a second. But Matt, your thoughts on the seemingly imminent arrival of Matty James and Andy King? 
Yeah, until it's done, you, you don't know, do you? But Matty James, I, I like, because I think he's got a decent pedigree, played well last night. Andy King, I'm not so sure about. Um, I know Pearson trusts him, but he, he seems a player to me that, that's at his best levels. Um, I think last season he spent it on loan, or um, okay. not on loan, but playing for the Belgium guy, didn't he? Uh, the Belgian team that Pearson was at before. So, But if Pearson trusts him, knows what he's about. You know, he's got some... But he's, he is a, a sort of box runner in, isn't he? Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure on that one. And I don't really want a Leicester reunion... From, from City's point of view. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather we went out and, and saw some some raw talent that we're, you know. But Matty, Matty James, I hope I hope we get that over the line because I think he's a decent signing. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Dar? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't want to, yeah, total of you and I agree with Matt there. I, I think Matty James, yes. I think Andy King's a bit old. I think he's he's probably past his sell-by date now and he went yeah. out to Belgium. Then it was it Belgium he was Belgium. at? He didn't, didn't play yeah. at all yeah. last season. Yeah. I think, yeah. And uh, I think that's one that's not necessary. And I'd be, I agree. We need to probably get, we need to get a bit of experience brought into the team. And uh, I think Andy Vyman's signing was, was a great signing because yeah. his energy, he, he he won't allow the team to trot around at canter. His energy and his pace mm-hmm. rubs off on everyone else. And I think as soon as he went out of the team last season, for me, was a, was a massive. I mean, I don't think people really appreciated what he brought to the team, and he was probably undervalued by a lot of people. But Definitely. with him in the team and his energy, it's a completely different Bristol City side to me. And I, I'm I'm pleased that he signed. And uh, I just I just hope that we, yeah, we we get the right players in in the right areas. I think the spine of the team's the, the crucial piece for me. And you know I want to see someone alongside Callas that he's comfortable playing with again, like he was when he had Webster there. And up top, I want to see Naki Wells actually given a chance. I used to mention earlier, Patch playing as a centre forward through the middle with someone else alongside him. And I, I want to just start seeing us playing some attacking football again because, like I said last night, it was just like watching an Ashton Gate. I mean Ashton. I mean, lucky enough we go home and away so you've seen some good performance even under Johnson away from home record number of wins away from home and we've seen some pretty good performances on the counter attack and some good days out but if you put just a season ticket holder Ashton Gate for the last mm. six seasons you haven't had no value for money Yeah. and I think the phenomenal amount of tickets being sold again this year it shows that got, you know, we've got a good loyal bunch of supporters there but again you can only test people's patience for so long and I think Lockdown has probably helped because some people are just desperate to get back down there again for the social side of it as well. Mm, yeah. But we've got to start delivering on the pitch. Yeah, hundred percent. Your expectations, Dar, for for next season? Uh, our consolidation will be all I expect. If we could be in the top half, I think that will be a, a top ten, perhaps. Will be an achievement next season if we are lucky enough that it suddenly all clicks and comes together. Great, but I think people have got to just give him next season a few windows, get the right players in, get the right mentality set up. And I think and go go the following season. That's that's what I expect anyway. Yeah, brilliant. Do you see um Lansbury signed for Luton yesterday as well? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yes. That's the stranger for me, Morale. I mean, he can't get in the Luton side. Yeah. Wouldn't look good for us. And now he's uh, you know, putting on yeah. displays in the in European Championships. It's a strange one. Really it also feels like a player that he just needs to be given a real run of games and a chance, and he shows them what he can do. I mean, he was he was never given any sort of chance for City, was he? No, not at um, all. And similarly with Walsh, I know he ended up getting injured, but you know it was no surprise in the end that he felt I'd done by and went elsewhere. So, yeah, um, but yeah, I think obviously when you're when you're at our age, you know we, we're realistic. I mean, you you will get the Warriors that think we should be playing you know in the playoffs and getting promoted next yeah. season under Pearson, but you know we're realistic because. As we as we've said a couple of weeks back, Patch, if the, the week had gone or the season had gone on two or three more games, we'd have been relegated. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And Pearson said the same, didn't he? So yeah, I think I think Pearson. My, my view of what did Pearson in the last sort of last ten games, he knew for well we got the points we were safe, and he almost I think just sent the players out there and was just watching them and yeah. not even mm. I knew we were going to lose, not really overly concerned. Yeah. I think he probably spoke to Steve Lansdowne and said, "Look, these last ten games we can lose a lot." He said, yeah. "But I'll tell you by the end of those ten games." Who wants to be here? Who doesn't want to be here? And who I yeah. want to be here? And that's why it was a sort of a, a a real, just a non-event end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair enough. I think that's quite accurate. Cool. Okay. Um. Thank you so much to you guys on Wembley Way for for joining us. It's great to I have. It. Um, yes. Yeah. Great to have. Um. You know, you you uh, as a first person experience on the game. I I was watching it. You know, with lots of people. Um. You know, around me. I think just there for a for a party to be honest and um couldn't hear it it was uh, one of those games where i was trying to watch it trying to make the odd note on my phone but 
after mm. a, after a few beers is not quite as easy. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens for a, for a City games next season with the away games. I don't quite know how I'm going to manage that, but um, we'll, we'll sort something. Yeah, Matt. Any final? Yeah, we'll we, we'll we'll be special guests again if you want us. Yeah, definitely. We might, have, we might have some uh, in in the car on the way home as long as yeah, we can jog swear if we need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll absolutely. do a few from the away stands. Yeah, yeah. Just just a final one from me. I wondered who um, who Matty Hodges wants for the Spurs job. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Who do you want for the Spurs job? Yeah. Sorry, walk into the boozer now. For the Spurs job, well, that's a really tough question. I wanted Potch back, yeah. um, but going back is never always the answer. Um, I think the, the names—they're not inspiring at the moment. No, they're not, are they? Good to so don't like Conte. Didn't like. Um, I probably Southgate. Because <laughs> we hear he might be out of work, out of work this season. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd probably have a title defence. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd probably make a play to get Poch back at the moment. I think he's yeah. the most viable option. Yeah. Cool. All right, lovely stuff. Well, I'm not sure whether we're going to do a Czech Republic really show. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait to wait, wait and see what happens there because I've got on Wednesday I've got Lee Peacock and Lee Matthews on the Robins reunited, so uh, I don't want to over podcast myself. So we'll see what happens. If it's a barnstorming performance, Matt, I don't think we'll be able to resist it. But um, absolutely yeah. remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, as I say, good luck to Bristol Bears today, and again, thanks to the guys on Wembley. Wait, and thank you to you, Matt. Yeah, no problem. We will be back soon. Take care. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Have a good time. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Jenna